It is another episode of Level Up today, and this is a fun one because as things are opening up again, you know, one of the things it means we can do is we can get out there and we can spend a little bit of money, go shopping, do all that sort of stuff. And with that, what better thing to talk about this week than the stuff that we're spending some money on to make our clients happy? And that's exactly what we're going to do this week on Level Up. We are talking about leveling up your client gifting. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage, and in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. And we're leveled up. We're in the office today. We're in different rooms for one of the first times ever, which is kind of exciting. So it's good to be. I know. I kind of smell funny. It's, you're, you're free. You can like stretch out your arms. You can do stuff, you know, <laughs> I, I guess I could stretch out my arms when I'm sitting next to you. I just hit you. Yeah. It wouldn't be as comfortable. That's okay. So We've got our backdrops going on now. So that's good. I know. But exactly. anyway, yeah. So isn't it fun to be able to spend money again? It kind of is I know. for me. You know, there was this uh, this person I follow on Instagram, and she was talking about how outside has gotten so much more expensive because all of us have been sitting at home for the last year and a half. And if I mean, we're we're lucky enough to have not spent much money and have still made pretty good money um, with with what we do. And she's just saying, like now she's going out and she's like going to order lobster and you know, all of this stuff over lunch because she can and she feels like she's able to. So I feel like it's true. Outside has gotten so much more expensive. We have are feeling way too much freedom these days. <laughs> Just shelling out the money. It's it, it feels good though. It's it it is kind of a, a good segue. Not that I really want to get off that topic because I want to talk about the next things we're gonna buy in our own lives right now, but that's a whole other discussion. But <laughs> it is kind of that feeling you get when you're a realtor that, let's be real, paychecks as a realtor on a transactional basis can get pretty big and you yeah. can come into a fairly large sum of money fairly quickly with a client. And so what we're going to talk about today is one of the many ways that you share that wealth, so to speak, and uh, and and buy some things that aren't for yourself, assuming this is a a gift that's even money related, which we could talk about. It doesn't even have to be something necessarily you're spending money on. But mm-hmm. now that we're able to get out there and shell out the cash, spend that cheddar. <laughs> uh, well, we were able to before. Like, I know it's, it's, it's different and it's true. I'm not, I haven't even been going to stores at all. It just feels different. It's like I'm seeing people more and it just feels like yeah. now's the time to start kind of being normal-ish again and just, but in any case, it doesn't mean that we went on a, a spending and gifting hiatus for the last year and a half, but, uh, yeah. but it is kind of a, a nice difference. Now you're right. Like now I feel the need. So if you're one of my current clients, you're about to get really lucky because 
you're getting lobster instead of happy meals now. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I find every agent has their own opinion on gifting. There's like one side of the coin that people say, well, I don't like, no, I'm not going to give my client a gift. I am the gift. (laughs) The service was the gift. Um, And then there's other people that Mm -hmm. shell out thousands of dollars on their clients. Um, so it really, it really differs, but I think we're kind of in the middle, I would say. Yeah. And I, and I guess, done. and you're right. I mean, everybody's different. Like even regardless of the type of clients or dollar value of transactions, not everybody has an equation that dictates, well, if I'm making $50,000, X percent of that is going to go back to my clients in the form of some sort of a closing gift. Um, because I know, I know mm-hmm. agents of ours who do lease transactions and they yeah. are very generous with what they give back to their clients. And it speaks to a larger reason that this isn't just an obligation or this isn't something that needs to be formula driven. This is really a huge part of decisions you make in running your business and growing mm-hmm. your business. And so that's a really important thing to talk about today this is we're definitely going to talk about ideas and we'll throw ideas out there and we invite everyone who's listening and watching definitely share with us your ideas we always hear really cool things people are doing with their Mm -hmm. with their marketing with their gifting things like that and we've learned and copied ideas ourselves with clients so we will talk about that but also the whole concept of gifting and right why we do it when it's a good idea when maybe it's not a good idea I really want to dive into that because, you know, we, we've done it different ways and there's really, there's yeah. not a right answer, well, why, but there's some you, value in understanding why. Well, yeah. Like, why do you give gifts to your clients? You, I'm talking I to mean, you. for me, first and foremost, <laughs> yeah, for, first and foremost, it's, it feels good to make people happy. Right. And, um, there is a future benefit to it, I think. And I think it's a great way to keep relationships moving and keep communication going, um, depending on what your gifting strategy is and when and how you do it. But before all of that, it's, it's kind of equal parts, a thank you and gratitude for the business and for the trust people have put in me. Um, but also it's an opportunity to kind of continue their win, share, the good fortune that I had to, you know, obviously they know that I got paid and made money off the transaction, but it's really, it's my way of saying thank you, but it's also a way of showing that I care, seeing them happy, being relevant and not vanilla with here's, you know, a bottle of wine and a check for $500. A cutting board. Yeah. What did we get a cutting? We got a cheese set when we closed on our, on our house from the builder, didn't we? Or was it a martini set? Yeah, we also got that cooler, which was actually came in handy, like that, that Tiffany cooler. Park cooler. Which Wait, was oh, was name dropping the builder. Well done. Oh, I mean, yeah. Do we still yeah, have that? Cooler? I mean, uh, yeah, we do. We used it for like baseball games and like a little bit of camping. It's like one of those coolers that's not massive, but it's good for like day trips or going to the beach or something like that. I like it. It's a good gift. Well, there you go. There's the, there's there's the first bonus bonus idea for people to give as a gift to people. Get a really big well, cooler. It's it's 
hard. Okay, so there's like, I guess there's just different ways you can do it. I know agents who have pre-bought stuff, you know, whether it's a cutting board with their logo on it or um, wine bottles that are like we, we do wine bottles, like mm-hmm. champagne bottles with our brokerage on it. Um, so I know there's like some agents that have the preset gifts that they just give to all of their clients. Um, which I see the benefit of because you're not scrambling all the time to find something for your client at the last minute. Um, but there's also those people that will personalize gifts a little bit more if they can. The challenge I find with that, and I try to do that as much as possible, and throughout the customer experience, I try to listen in on things that you know I could potentially get them or something that interests them. And it's like, okay, that's what... I should, you know, for example, like if they have a favorite beer and then on closing, you kind of go into the listing uh, right before they, before they go to the house and like fill their fridge with beer, you know, of their favorite beer or something like that. But like, those are the kinds of things I like because it shows that you listened and showed that you cared. Um, But you aren't getting that information from all of your clients all the time. So I guess that's a bit of a challenge, but I guess the challenge to to me um, when I start working with somebody is that I just have to start asking those questions and getting to know them on a more personal basis. Right. Well, g- gifting, I think, yeah, it's it's if you don't have enough reasons already to build your relationship and and grow that and learn more about your clients, add gifting to the list because that is, I think, the the number one lesson we've learned with what we give and share with our clients is the more you know about them, the easier it is to, just like anybody, if you're buying a Christmas gift for somebody, it's like if you know what they're dealing with or what they've been looking for, if they gave you their Christmas list, you've got things to choose from. Um, so yeah, if somebody likes a certain beer, if somebody's just had a baby or life events or things like that, there's a lot of reasons you can be relevant um, I also sometimes would like to play off of the experience we had working together. If there was a funny story, if there's something that happened, and even just as a gag gift, if there's something you give them to remember the relationship you had, right? This isn't something branded or anything like that, but I don't know. I mean, if if if, if something happened, I mean, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like if something happened, I had the showing where... I got picked up by the paramedics from the showing, right? And that kind of left the story oh of that particular God. showing. If I would have given a kind of a, a funny, like, doctor kit or something, or you know what I mean? Like, something as just, like, a funny, not as the gift, but, like, things yeah. that you can give that are just kitschy to kind of give them kind of this, this. oh, yeah, that was that was funny. That wasn't funny, me getting taken away by paramedics. Bad example, but... Okay, but I don't think you could drop that on people and not explain what happened. Have I not talked about this in another episode? Maybe I don't I think so. And even if you have, I think you need to talk about it now. Okay, people well, like, that, that'll oh, be my gift to this up. episode. That was, um, how do I tell that story really quickly, though? Okay, the, 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 the quick version of the story is I was probably, well, now I know I wasn't, but I was pretty sure I wasn't in a good condition to go do a showing and woke up, wasn't feeling well, but it was a different kind of not feeling well, and I figured I could power through. Um, so I drove, uh, what was the equivalent of about a half an hour on highway driving to get to my client or to get to a showing with a, with a new client. This was the first showing I had with this particular client. So I think I felt a, a certain amount of 
responsibility to not let them down, even though I wasn't feeling well. So on Highway 427, um, on the way down there, half or all, most of my body kind of shut down physically. And so I wasn't able to really drive. <laughs> I kind of was like, I sort of went partially paralyzed. It was very odd. I was having dizzy spells and all that, but um, I was on cruise control and I was able to steer, steer with like my knees and my elbows or whatever. Um, but anyway, it was a straight line of driving, which was good, but it wasn't a good experience. I, I managed to get to where the showing was. I was there a bit early and I just sat on a curb outside and just tried to catch my breath. Wasn't feeling well, just things weren't right. Showing showed up. I was sitting in the lobby, visibly not well. Um, but I said like, let's just do the showing and, and I'll, we're I'll here. figure this out. After this. Yeah, well. We're here already. I made it this far. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we were, in, we were, we were in the condo. I mean, I was just not well. I asked if she was okay with me sitting on the couch because mm. I looked like I was on death's doorstep <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that the next thing I knew, I just kind of, I just passed out on the couch and was just in buckets of sweat and I could barely, I don't think I could piece words together. I was able to tell her to take my phone, I think, and call you. Is that what happened? I don't even remember. No, I remember you calling me and I called you, like, so okay, you I called me you. and told me to call 911 and <laughs> call <laughs> That's like straight out of a sitcom. What's the number but, for 911? Yeah. Well, but the thing was it's like obviously I was going to do it, but when you're not even in the room and like and calling 911, like, it's one of those things, like, I think as a kid, you were so petrified not to call. So when somebody tells you to call 911, I was actually, like, I'm like, should I be doing this? Like, how how serious is this? And I wasn't there, so I didn't know. So anyway, I ended up calling, and I think your client called as well, because obviously the paramedics have, like, the records of all of these locations and all that. So they're asking me all these questions, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know. I'm not there. I was just told to call 911. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, I think your client actually gave the right information. And by the time I got to you, you were already in the ambulance. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it all worked out. It turned out to be... It all worked out. It turned out to be an anxiety attack, right? Um, I think. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and that's yeah. That's that's a whole. I mean, we we could do an episode or several episodes on. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a mental health thing or whatever, but anxiety and yeah. panic. Yeah. Um, but if we're gonna pull it full circle, <laughs> back to client gifting. <laughs> well, yeah. I, that was an experience that because it ended well, we could look back on it and laugh. And to this day, the young lady I took out that day on our first showing, now she bought very quickly after that. I don't know if she was just worried I might She's die scared. if she didn't buy a place. Um, but we developed a really good relationship. And that was one of a couple of really not usual stories that I've had with clients that I've had with her mm. that have really been that glue for our relationship. And it's, it's created this story and this thing to go back to that is kind of what I'm getting at here. So those are the sorts of things, the stories and the experiences that should help. They don't always have to dictate your gift. Doesn't always have to be like the most thoughtful thing ever yeah. that has to do with that little conversation that you may not even remember. However, when there's big things that happen, even 
and I would I would argue even the bad things, especially the bad things that you power through, they make for really good uh, ideas to just lead you towards the kinds of things you can get to reinforce your relationship and to show that you're thinking when you get somebody a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the best way to people's hearts is either through their pets or through their kids. kids. Um, Those are the number one, like I'd rather much rather somebody give my kid a present versus me um, because you know, you react in a certain way and it's very, very thoughtful of somebody to do that for your kids. Um, and, and with kids, like, and with kids, there's so many angles because it's not just about finding out what the kids like. Like, okay, they're big fans of G.I. Joe, whatever, or Roblox. G.I. Joe, just, you're bringing it I back. Tried, I tried back. to switch it up quickly to Roblox, which isn't even in anymore. They're Among Us fans Is or whatever. G.I. Joe even a thing? G.I. Joe, I think. No, isn't that? Okay. I, I, I was pretty sure that one of these new movies that came out, that's like one of these new action movies. It's not called G.I. Joe, but I'm pretty sure it's based off of G.I. Joe. It's like new I age G.I. Joe. I could see The Rock playing G.I. Joe. Really? Well, was G.I. Joe a person, though? I thought G.I. Joe was the actual, like, I crew. A, oh, like, they were... I, I mean, it is like this. Joe, you'd think, is the name of a guy. But anyway... Anyway, off of G.I. Joe, all I'm saying is the y- you might play off of what the kid likes, but also the same way as with your clients. If there's something, if you know that the kid is feeling really bummed out about moving to a new house or if you or yeah. the kid said something when you went on the showing asking about something in the house or whatever. Or, yeah. The things you can pull from that that might seem minor at the time are humongous if you're able to deliver against something that the kid said. Yeah. Or that you know about how the kid's feeling, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, Like, And going back to pets, like I've done now two pets, like watercolor portraits for clients. And the first one we gave it to, it was was a client of both of ours, um, sent us this adorable video. And, like, they were Mm -hmm. in tears. Like, it was so sweet. And they have the picture up right at their front door as people walk into the house. So... Like, those are the kinds of things that are just, like, just so memorable because they look at that picture now and, you know, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to be full of myself and think that they think of us every time. But, I mean, you'd assume that if it's something that they're using and, you know, seen a lot, you, you'd figure that, that they'd probably be thinking of you at least some of the time, hopefully. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, which is an argument against giving things that are consumable. That's the right. It's done. It's gone. Yeah. Right. And that's why, like, you've got the, the cheese boards or the, 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 <laughs> that's right. Not yeah. the cheese, not right. the cheese, Don't get the, the board. cheese, get the board with your name on it. But yeah, it, it's like, yeah, go on. I, I was going to say as a, as an aside to that too, which seems minor, but depending on what your gifts are, it's actually a big deal. Gifts are tax deductible. Yeah. So as a business, when you're giving a gift, this is an expense against your business. And if the, gift you're giving is not food like food technically is supposed to be taxed at half or sorry deductible at half of what other gifts are you can give a gift like if you gave a gift card to old navy mm-hmm. that's a full deduction if you give a gift card to the keg that's a half deduction so even just to be able to make your dollars go farther don't give people food because they're not going to remember it really when it's gone oh well, so if you're doing your taxes correctly, okay. I mean, I was gonna say, I don't like, think if we you're do just bucketing it in, you don't think I do our taxes correctly? No, I just don't think people would 
I don't know. Think about that. Yeah. It, it depends know. on how much you gift. If it's whatever, I, I'm just saying that's how it's supposed <laughs> My point to is be. completely useless. <laughs> well, it's, if you want to f- follow the law, <laughs> nobody wants to follow the law. Here. All right. This isn't about tax law. It's a whole other story. Yeah. But anyway, but either way, the consumability of things yeah. is an important point. If you're giving somebody something that's yeah. going to be gone after they use it, there's nothing to remember you by. Right. And that's the thing. And I, I do gravitate towards gift cards quite a bit because it's it's easier, frankly. And I feel like people will actually use it. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm always I'm always concerned and maybe I think too much about this, about how useful a, a gift will be like i mean i'm obviously thinking about it because i want to get give them something that they'll actually use but um yeah a gift card isn't just one of those things that it's like oh yeah i happen to have a gift card for the store so whatever because that's how i react like it's really nice when somebody gives you a gift card but it's not like you go out and use it right away usually right. it's kind of one of those things that's always hanging out in your wallet and if you happen to be in that store i usually forget about it actually when yeah. i'm in well, the we, store we've got we've got like one of those yeah like cue card boxes full of all the gift cards that are unused like if we went on a shopping spree we've got like thousands of dollars and can you remember any of the sources that's of it. who gave you those gift cards no now you're right though i love getting gift cards like yeah. as a gift it's probably my favorite gift because it lets me figure things out later yeah but thoughtful wise and actually connecting it to the the gift giver it's not it's not it just looks yeah. like something that was like we at, at our kids school they've got a fundraiser every year where they sell gift you could buy gift cards in bulk and we we just like dominate that thing like getting tons and it's more for gifts for like teachers and things like that but we're doing that not with somebody in mind right so at a minimum if you are a gift card giving gifter which is fine try at least to make the gift card from a source that has some degree of relevance if you know that your clients are going to be doing a big reno project, give them 500 or a thousand bucks at Home Depot mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like yeah. give them something towards what it is that you know that they need yeah. instead of here's Amazon, knock right. yourself out. Yeah. Right. Amazon's got enough money over the last year and a half. So someone else can use your support or yeah. do things that are um, local, which a lot of people do, especially yeah. if you're a, a, a farming type realtor or you're focused yeah. on a community Mm-hmm. smaller town, support your local businesses and build. I mean, we, we know a couple of, a couple of our colleagues like Jessica Hellard is great at this out in Kingston that she just creates baskets out of things from her yeah. Kingston neighborhood. Um, that is just, and I make Kingston like it's a small town. I know Kingston's humongous, but like in her immediate area, she supports those businesses as a means, not just for gifting, but for building her own farming and all of that at the same time. Yeah. Gifting doesn't have to live in isolation, right? It can be part of your business plan and, and even sourcing the gifts can be part of your business plan as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it can, it doesn't have to be just after closing. Um, it could be throughout the year. It could be like well into the future. Like, you don't have to drop, you know, and depending on how much money you spend, like you don't have to drop hundreds of dollars, like right on the closing day. Um, it could be spread out. And a lot of times that's kind of nicer because you can surprise people when they least expect it, which is always the best surprise. Um, and I like a few tips 
on just knowing what to give your client, if you can follow them on social media, you can get kind of like a behind the scenes look of their life beyond their search for real estate or their selling of their house. Um, so that can give you a lot of clues as to what they really like and what interests them. Um, and another one, which I'm completely forgetting right now. Oh, yes. Um, if you happen to know like family members or friends that like, if you've been referred to by a family or friend, um, you can reach out to them as well and just say, you know, like, I'm just want to get them something that I think they'll, that they'll really like, um, and value what, what kinds of things do they, do they like? And so you can get kind of like an insider's perspective that way as well. I'm going to throw something into that as well on that note. And this is at the risk of current clients of mine listening to this episode, because it's about part of a gift I'm going to be getting for them, which hasn't come yet. But I met their parents on their last buyer visit, two sets of parents who are super excited and proud of their kids for buying their first home. So the parents are going to get gifts as well that reinforce how big a moment this was in their kid's life. Right, which is kind of the inverse of getting something for kids or pets, but anything, anything is a good idea. Like when you see the importance and the things that are relevant to your clients' lives, you can't go wrong if you're trying, right? Yeah. Like I, I want to believe, I'm sure there's clients out there who sit there saying, wow, you're making so much money, I better get a big gift or you better be spending a lot of money on me. But I want to believe the vast majority either aren't even expecting a gift right? or would way, I'm going to mix my words here, but will appreciate considerably more thoughtful over how many dollars. Like they just spent a million dollars on a house, an extra couple of hundred on a gift isn't going to make or break them versus something that they can keep. And that really resonates with them about such a life event that they've gone through right. or whatever's to come going forward. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about the home purchase. It could be about life events that are coming something yeah. for the house. If like you've talked about creeping them, you've talked about making discussion. If when you're doing your showings, if they talk about even we've seen like staging that's done and they say, wow, I love that table or yeah. wow. I love that artwork or whatever right if you can go to the listing agent go to the stage or find out where they got those things and if you could actually get that for them or if you could even same idea like that's a gift card idea maybe right like if you yeah. know it came from some obscure store and you can get them a gift card there that has all sorts of cool stuff and say this is from the place where you saw that yeah that is thoughtful a gift card can be thoughtful right yes yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, like going off that example, um, and this isn't a client of mine, but just, you know, through social media, somebody said they really liked um, a top I was wearing. And, you know, it just got me thinking, like, it's not her birthday coming up anytime soon. It's not Christmas. But like, wouldn't it be cool if I just bought her the top? Because like, usually I'm struggling to find ideas for her. So it's, it, I don't know, I kind of prefer just, you know, giving people gifts throughout the year when it comes to mind, as opposed to feeling forced into something on a certain day when you just don't even know what the heck to give them. Like your brother's birthday's coming up and yep. like, I, I have, like, I'm like, what do we get him? It's so hard. But I feel like if we would have done something maybe earlier in the year when we were actually thinking about it, um, it we could have gotten him a better gift. And now we're going to suck because we're going to get him like... A, we are going to suck. A stupid gift okay. or something. But, but <laughs> that's... It's, but the thought that counts. 
uh, on to it. That's all we we've would, got for you. <laughs> we're thinking that we'll just give him thought. We'll make him a nice barbecue. But yeah. um, I, I think the point you just hit on, though, like to me, if there's anything people can take out of this, it's that. And you don't have to just give gifts all the time. But the power of the unexpected is what mm. makes a gift powerful, right? So if it is in the proto or the stereotypical time of right after closing, then be unexpected with something that shows you thought, right? Mm -hmm. But in any case, if you can do things at all the times, no one sees it coming. And then with the things nobody sees coming, it is just, it's super powerful. And that's in life. That's not just in real estate. That's just like yeah. everything. It's not even just in gifting. It's in the way you communicate. We talk about touch points and communicating. That's a huge touch point. Don't get me wrong. Sending gifts out. We talk about sending cards out every once in a while, handwritten notes, but the personal element and the thought you put into it that shows that these people are not just numbers, yeah. right? These are, these are relationships that you remember, that you value, that you want to grow and continue. You can only do that by putting the effort in. And there's lots of services out there. And I think that they were good ones. And I don't know if they still exist. Like we used to see at some of the real estate conferences in the past, like these services that will automate gifts for you, like over the course of a year and yeah. they'll like curate whatever the word is, they'll send out things, which is great. Like that's still a great thing to do and it will still surprise people, but build off of that yourself, take the extra time and actually curate your own gifts and build into your CRM a gift strategy, not just yeah. a, I'm going to make a phone call strategy. Right. Um, but, but what do you think about that though? Because you also brought up a good point with maybe it's not every quarter I'm going to send a gift. Maybe it's just when something comes to me or when I hear something, right. Is that more powerful than doing something that's on a schedule? Yeah, absolutely. I just think the risk there is that people might fall through the cracks. Um, mm -hmm. because you might not think about everybody in your database all the time. And I'm not saying you're going to give gifts to everybody in your database, depending on how many people you have. But um, I, I think when you start thinking in that way, where it's like, okay, like, you know, keeping in mind little cues and little hints that people throw your way, I think you generally just become more aware of what people are saying. And like, it even just improves your listening skills overall, not just with regards to like tips on gifts, but it's just like you're listening to them, you're hearing them. And, and that's the difference. There's a difference. There's hearing and there's listening. And like when you're actively listening to somebody, it, whoa, am I hearing? Is this just me? Okay. That's ironic that you're talking about hearing and listening and now you don't hear yourself. No, I'm just hearing a lot of scratching. Is that just my side or is that you too? I hear nothing other okay. than your beautiful voice. Maybe I should stop moving. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just think that if you're actively listening to anyone in life, and I'm like, I'm looking at you because like I need to do, I always need to do a better job of actively listening with you. Um, but it makes such a difference to the relationship and just to the whole quality of how you show up with them. I'm just going to agree with that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but yes, there's, yeah. there's, there's so much value in actually listening. And it's, I don't know if you remember the movie white men can't jump, but I, I'll never forget. There was a discussion between Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. They were talking about music, but they were talking about listening to the music instead of just hearing it. And mm. that always resonated with me because 
you can hear anything, but if you're not really taking it in, oh, feeling yeah. it, it's, it's, you're only getting, if, if half, you're getting half of what's actually out there. Um, well, and and that, you become a smile and nod person, which is just. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, like, that's the thing. And you can tell when people are just hearing you versus listening to you. Like, it's just the, the quality of the conversation is brutal. And you're just acting like me right now. <laughs> but, but even when it comes to music, like, that's a great example. Because I never, ever listen to the lyrics, ever. Maybe now that we have kids, I'm starting to listen to the lyrics more. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrendous. Reason. Yeah. But, like, I never used to. But there's this funny, um, well, there's this uh, viral song on TikTok that a lot of people do um, things to it. But somebody did a video on what the lyrics actually are. And they're really hard to hear. But this one, it's, it's, I don't know if you've seen it before, but, like, it's when somebody's, like, in one outfit and then, like, it goes to... I've actually used it myself, not for outfits, but for some for something real estate. But like, um, it just like goes bam, 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 and I'm just like, you just cut to different like outfits or just different pictures mm. or whatever. But if you actually find out what the lyrics are, and I'm not going to say them because it's like this is like really bad. It's like, oh my god, like, like it just makes you realize that you really have to listen um, and and re- uh, know what you're putting out there. So. That's just a little sidebar on that whole conversation. Yeah, I don't know the song, but I'm sure. I'll show it to you after. Gross. But it's it's I'm really sure it's bad. It's really vulgar. Bad. Has our it's, has our daughter done a video to it? No, thank God. But if she did, I would like shut her down. Would, well, she like, wouldn't know either. Like they don't. Know she wouldn't. The words no, that's the thing. <laughs> Remember that song when we were growing up? Uh, well, there was actually a couple ones with like, that had sex in. Like there was the I want to sex you. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yeah, song? color me bad. Yes. I, I remember being in the car yeah, with my like my dad when that song came on and it was so embarrassing. Like why? <laughs> why do we have this song? So listen, even the ones that didn't have the word sex. I, I was thinking about that because I'm so judgy now as a parent of all yeah. of them. And I mean now it's Music videos have gone next level with some of the oh, yeah. stuff that's I, happening with that. But, yeah. but like every song we listened to was so suggestive. And like this is like grade five dances, grade six. I and know, like, I know. But we were so yeah. I just hope that everybody. We were so innocent. Oh, we were better were. kids back then, right? No, we no, no. Really but were. even kids now, like I just don't think they realize what it is that they're they dancing don't even know. to. And part of me is well, like, I don't really want to. Really naive. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Damn it. Anyway, moving on. I don't even know where we got the oh yeah, hearing versus listening. That's what we said. But... <laughs> That's fine. I was anyway. Listening. Were you? You were. I was. I was listening. Uh, so okay, so we've we've talked about one thing we didn't talk about a couple things. For gifting. You mentioned branded stuff. Yes. The only time that I see branded stuff coming in where it's not super weird is sometimes before a transaction's even done. Like yeah. if it's part of your marketing process or when you're working with someone and there's things you give that are helpful to the search process. Right. Like if it's actual real estate goods, mm-hmm. that's okay. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan. And I mean, this is like, this is back to like years and years ago when we were on like student council together 
like doing branded stuff for everything. I just, I don't see, I don't like using branded stuff. I don't like getting promo items. I used to, I like free stuff, but like ultimately for me, I'm not a huge fan unless it's something that in the moment is actually useful. Like, right. Like a measuring tape. That's always one thing that I've thought of. Yeah. Measuring tape. Yeah, exactly. Like a branded measuring tape, but yeah. Anyway, anyway. there's that. I mean, Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I do think, like, we were talking before about, like, the cooler that we got from the builder of our house. Like, we still use that. So, um, yeah, it's just about, I think, finding items that most people in general will make use of is the important thing with brand. And be subtle. I think also be subtle about it. Like, don't make your face the side of the cooler. Oh, Like, if it's a little cute logo. I don't think I'd... Like, I like our logo. Like, if if we... I, I would like give away shirts like this or I would give away things like this because they don't say anything beyond a yeah. message that's good or like a logo that's, I True. don't know, maybe I'm yeah. just being, but if anyway. anybody wants a t-shirt comment, yeah, we, sh- we should start. No, no, no. This. this is, this is, this is what we should do. We are going to give a f- two free t-shirts Two. To two. We're going to start with two. two. Cause if you've made it through this part until this part of the podcast, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. So if you, um, the first two people that message us on our level up Instagram account. So at level up for realtors and give us your size and your color of t-shirt, we will send you a free level up t-shirt and hopefully, and hopefully two people reach out to us. Well, that would <laughs> be not, sad. If not, if they don't, I'm just I making shirts them. for myself. Yeah, exactly. I'll but make one for you. Thank you. Next, we'll do hoodies. I like hoodies. Hoodies are fun. It's just just not the season. But anyway, on that note, though, because a lot of our listeners are realtors, that's another type of gifting that people don't do nearly enough of. And I really like the impact of gifting your colleagues as well. It's Mm -hmm. not just about clients. Yeah, no, it's true. Or or like the seller or the other, like the client on the other side, like seller or buyer, like not nothing too crazy, but like, yeah, don't, don't like one up everything and be like, man, don't you wish I was your realtor? Yeah. But like, like, yeah, there's been times where I'll just leave like a bottle of wine for the, for the new buyer at the house or whatever, like nothing too crazy, but you know, it's nice just to have something and I'm not trying to take somebody's client. It's just, I feel like the more you, the nice things you do, the more nice things are going to come back at you. Karma Karma is a thing. It is a thing, and there's nothing wrong with being extra nice. Like, it's how you should be. You should be a thoughtful person. You should appreciate the people around you. Yeah. You should be, like we said before, be grateful for the success you're having, right? Like, things do come full circle, and these minor things in the grand scheme of things, like the time you need to take to be thoughtful and how exponentially good it feels versus the time you take to do it, to do these. And on that note, don't feel bad if you don't, because we've had people we've given what we thought are really thoughtful gifts to. I was going to say that, like, you can't control how people react in right. general, but to your gift, 
Um, yeah, no, you're right. Like we've actually like reached out to past clients when we've given them like a card with a gift card inside. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope they didn't throw it out because I didn't hear from them. And then yeah. you like awkwardly message them. Cause you're like, I don't know if you got this, but just want to make sure you got what was inside because I didn't want you to throw it out kind of thing. And they're like, Oh yeah, no, I got it. Thanks. And you know, that's the way people are like the people aren't going to be overwhelmingly like thrilled with your gift every time. Yeah. I mean, I would say 90% of the time they're not like almost be happy with the, any sort of feedback you get and, and don't, and don't do it for the feedback either. Right. Or don't do it because you think they're going to tag you in this amazing Instagram post and then you can share it with your followers and all that. No, like do it because you care because you've listened through the entire transactional process and you think that it's something that they'll actually value. Well, that's it. And, and, I, I would say most people, maybe not, but I would think most realtors do some sort of a gift anyway. So the point here is just to make sure you're thinking, take the extra amount of time to think and whether or not it results in anything different than the reaction you're getting now, positive or negative, that shouldn't be your concern. But like everything else, you should be able to leave the transaction feeling good about the fact that you gave it your all and really did what you could to make it a full experience beginning to end and beyond for people. Right. Yeah. And you know, where they, you know where they live now too. So sure. that's where you can surprise them with things, drop bys, like holidays. If they've got kids again, like we did this past, was it this past Christmas or was it the Christmas before? I can't no, even I think remember. It was this past Christmas. It was this yeah. past Christmas, like mm-hmm. gingerbread houses, like yep. you'll make it yourself gingerbread houses, knowing people are cooped up at home with their kids. Mm-hmm. Pulling their hair. Do whatever. Just be creative, be thoughtful and make it part of your business plan. Mm-hmm. Because for the amount of money you're definitely spending right now on things month to month, like lead gen and lists and this marketing thing and that marketing thing, I guarantee you taking a small portion of that money and putting it towards thoughtful, thoughtful things towards your existing database will go way farther. Yeah, exactly. So totally agree. 100 P. As always, now you know what to do, which we're not repeating again, but if you were listening to this podcast about five minutes ago, you know what to do for some freebies. Mm-hmm. And if you're not already following us, Katie had mentioned at Level Up for Realtors on Instagram and Facebook, and we're on YouTube, so you can watch the video of this if you're not already and subscribe to us there, because this is episode, I think, 82 or 83 already. There's some nuggets in that first 80. Some nuggets. <laughs> And there are nuggets chicken nuggets. What's your favorite oh, chicken, chicken nugget sauce? Now or when I was a kid? Now. Now it's uh, it's probably barbecue. Hmm. I, I feel like they probably introduced like 15 more sauces. Everybody now is like all about this. It's like pizza pizza now. Like dipping sauces weren't even a thing when I was a kid. Yeah. Now there's like 15 dipping sauces for pizza. It's pizza. Yeah, pizza. I know. Well, Why are you but dipping they are pizza? good. But, They're good, but like how many yeah. calories? And this is from someone who doesn't watch my own health. And even that disturbs me. Yeah. I eat it, but it's, it's disturbing <laughs> when I eat it. I'm eating it disturbed. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's uh, such like shame. I'm like ashamed of myself. Even like if I say yes, and they like, would you like a dipping sauce? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite chicken nugget sauce? 
well, when I was a kid, it was honey, but now yeah. I think sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. It's yeah. pretty good. But I mean, I haven't had them in ages. Because you can't have I can't them. eat them, but I do. Like, it looks good when I open it up to the kids. I'm like, it looks too were, sour. Were nuggets your go-to happy meal when you were a kid, or were you more of a hamburger cheeseburger kid? Um, I think I was chicken nuggets, but I was like our kids. I didn't have anything in the hamburger. Like, it was just ketchup. There was no, like, why Like why do they put onions, especially especially onions, in a kid's hamburger? Like, what kid wants an onions? Maybe some kids do. I mean, I never, ever modified any of it because I think at the time I never knew that was even an option that you just take what you get. Yeah. Well, I remember taking the pickles out, but I don't know if there was ever onions in our burgers. I feel like onions. I know a lot of the kids burgers now in other chains don't have onions. It's like they're onto the fact that kids don't like onions. It's so stupid. I mean, I know Josh likes onions. Onions are good. Yeah. Bring some, I, I like McDonald's burgers. I mean, I know they're pathetic, but they're actually pretty. I mean, from what I remember, at least, I might be completely off because I haven't had one in like 15 years. <laughs> no? Yeah, I, I feel like they haven't changed in the slightest from when you were no, a kid. But maybe our taste. They seem changed. smaller now because my mouth is bigger. <laughs> and normally, because all I'm ever eating is whatever the kids don't eat. So I'm eating That's like true. quarters of burgers that are like yeah. split into pieces. <laughs> Drinking the sauce. The so chicken delicious. nugget sauce. Yeah. No, anyway, uh, on that note. I don't even know how we got on the chicken nugget. I think oh, we nuggets got of it. information. Okay. That's right. Well, there yeah. you go. There's, <laughs> there's closing nuggets for you. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy your week, everyone. Hope it's a good one. And we'll we see more you next come. week. Level up, 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 level